ProSegur is the company moving the money across the globe. We are running the business in more than 20 countries and the number of employees that we have in ProSegur costs up more or less 30,000. We need to implement LPAs within our companies as much as possible, to, say, to move people to do more intellectual things, more braining things. With artificial intelligence, I would say something a little bit more advanced, let's say. Artificial intelligence could help you to make your intellectual work better. So you have to decide something, and a machine could tell you much deeper information about the problem you have to resolve. Technology is key to create a successful business, and I have that sentence in mind every day. This is Siana TV. My name is Hendrik Deckers. I'm here today with Ignacio Sea, who is the uh, Global General Manager New Businesses at Prosegur Cash. A very warm welcome, Ignacio. Hello, Henry. How are you doing? I'm fine, Ignacio, and I'm looking forward to doing this interview with you. Now, Ignacio, you have a Master in uh, Industrial Engineering Electricity from the Technical University of Madrid. You have an MBA of the Escuela de Organización Industrial at Madrid, and you have a rich CV in the banking sector. You work for banks like Banco Santander, Barclays Spain, and nine years at Bankia. And since September 2021, you are at Prosegur Cash, where you basically advise and you lead the organization through change and to growth. So Ignacio, tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, who are you, what's your background? And how did you arrive in this position? Okay, thank you. <clears throat> all, the, all the problems that I have is because I am a little bit elder. So <laughs> they say my background is mainly uh, in the technology sector, no? even working for banking industry, but mainly in the technology sector. No? I am an industrial engineer, as you mentioned before, and I have been working say, in the banking industry for many years, mainly in Santander Group. In, uh, for, in Latin America specifically, traveling a lot from, from Madrid okay. to there, and in, let's say, developing all the, all the franchise that Santander Group has there, and uh, in mm -hmm. Barclays Bank, doing something similar, but in the rest of uh, Europe. And uh, in, the, in Bankia, I joined Bankia, let's say, to recover Bankia from the bank rhapsody, as you know, that happens in, I don't remember the year, but it's 2012, I think, it was the bank rhapsody. So mm -hmm. this is the, the main um, background that I have. After, let's say, after that, uh, Kai Saban decided to, to merge with Bankia and I, let's say, jump over uh, other sector, totally different sector, uh, it's the Pro, at ProSegur. <laughs> and ProSegur, let's say, ProSegur yeah. Cas specifically, uh, is, the, is the company uh, leading or moving, let's say, the money across the, across the globe. So, it's a very beautiful challenge that we will talk about uh, later, probably, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you like to transform. You have worked in Latin America. You have traveled the world. You have traveled <laughs> Europe. Um, lots of international experience. So tell us what is that? Uh, you say, Procedure uh, Cash, we move cash around. But tell us a little bit more about the business. What <clears throat> is it that Procedure Cash really does? And what do they do really, really well? Okay, Prosegur Cash, let's say the, the main business is moving, moving the cash, let's say, in the, uh, among the different customers. The paper, paper money. The, the banknotes, no? The banknotes, the coins, yeah. this kind of stuff. No? Obviously, it's a, it's a very, it's a very, it was a very interesting industry many times ago. It's a still a very interesting industry. So it doesn't mean that the, the banknotes are going to disappear. I think that, I really think that they are still um, stand, let's say, across the different uh, uh, times, no? Because money means, uh, at, at the end of the day, money means uh, many things for the people. Money, having banknotes or having mm -hmm. coins means uh, such a kind of freedom. Let's say you are able to spend the money where you want, no? And you are not, at mm -hmm. the end of the day, you are not totally controlled. So many, many countries and many uh, um, people, let's say, want at the end of the day to, to manage uh, the concept of uh, cash. Yeah. So um, ProSegur Cash has this challenge, has the challenge to uh, still provide freedom, let's say, such a kind of freedom to the people and uh, managing, let's say, physical cash, but, that, but in a virtual environment. So we are investing a lot in moving, let's say, what ProSegur means now in the physical arena 
to the virtual arena, let's no. say. <clears throat> For instance, okay. is, if I may, let's mm -hmm. say, as, as an example, let's say, that, but the, the physical node has to be, let's say, uh, stored in some places, and you need to take care of those bank nodes in the, in the time you move those bank nodes from one place to another. But you can do exactly, and you need exactly the same with the virtual bank nodes, no? You need to take care of the tokens, mm -hmm. and you to store the tokens yep. in some place. So at the end of the day, the challenges we have managing virtual bank nodes or virtual coins are exactly the same that, you, that, that the ones that you have managing physical ones. So this is the challenge that we have, moving the company from a physical, uh, uh, wall, let's say, to a digital one, let's say, no? And how, how big is the company? How many people work there? And also how many people maybe in IT to give us some, some numbers? Well, the company is, uh, is uh, in all over the world. Let's say we are running the business in more than 20 countries. And the number of employees mm -hmm. that we have in Prosegur, at Prosegur cars are more or less 30,000, 30,000 people around the oh. globe. So. Uh, <clears throat> most of them in Latin America, but also in Europe and in Asia. No? We have 20 countries. 20 yeah. countries and, you, and, and I understand you have huge warehouses full of cash, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> billions and billions of Tri uh, trillions. dollars and, and <laughs> trillions, trillions of uh, <laughs> banknotes in your, in your very secure warehouses, yeah. I'm sure. So your, I mean, the challenge of your cash is that cash is step-by-step step, um, uh, less important, let's say, the mm -hmm. physical cash, and is being replaced by digital cash mm -hmm. and, and tokens and so on. So, so that's a serious challenge for the company, and that's why they brought you in, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. so, so tell us a little bit about what is your function? I mean, you are the global general manager, new businesses, mm -hmm. so, so you, you need to transform because that's what you like to do. You like to mm -hmm. transform businesses. You helped in saving Bankia. So tell us a little bit uh -huh. what, what your function is in the organization today. Okay, I would like to say first that the, that the vision of uh, Prosegur Cast, let's say, is clear in this aspect. Let's say the, the CEO of the company, mm -hmm. that is my boss, by the way, let's say, has decided, uh, has des designed, let's say, a very, I think, a very strong uh, concept, let's say, to move the company from one place to another. So we have set up three different, let's say, areas in the company. One is innovation, so they are uh, accountable, let's say, for creating new solutions, new products, new ideas, let's say, around our core, but moving forward from our core. Then we have an area that is aimed to get those ideas once they have been tested and proved that they are okay for the, for the world, let's say, and that there is aimed to grow that business up to certain level, let's say. And once you have yep. that level reached, you move into the core business. So you are replacing a little, little by little, let's say, the core business with new ideas and new solutions. This is the, let's say, the, the chain, uh, the gears that has been created, let's say, to change the company. So we have very strong leadership in each of ones, no? I am I am the, the, the head of the second. So I am responsible to getting those initial ideas from the innovation, uh, moving, mm -hmm. let's say, those ideas up to a certain level, and then once they have that level, move it back into the core business. So it's, it's a very it's a very amazing uh, business. Eh? You 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 are always doing new things. Eh? You are getting new things, <laughs> creating new ideas around and then moving back into the and you start again. No? So <clears throat> it's very interesting from my understanding. It's very challenging because you, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, uh, you have to fight, let's say, against, let's say, the core, because the core is stable, is permanent, is very profitable, so you, you have to fight against them. But in, in uh, this no. chain of years that, I, that I, I, I like to say, are working very, I would say, pretty well in, in Prosegur Cast. It's, very, it's a very mm -hmm. installed procedure to work no? in, in Prosegur okay. so This is so the there's, challenge. So there's a, there's a clear mechanism, there's a clear methodology to kind of almost like reinvent, modernize the, mm -hmm. the organization by first having a, a garden where you can mm -hmm. have innovation and, and, and make new things, and then your function is to grow these, mm -hmm. the selected that comes out of that, mm -hmm. the, the well-selected initiatives, 
And then the third step is to integrate them yeah. in, uh, in, in, in the global business. But for, for you, so, let, sorry, can you, so, yes? sorry for interrupt you, but, but uh, just for you to know, let's say it's very, uh, we measure, let's say, that uh, pace of change. No? Uh, we mm -hmm. have a measure that we present to the bucket in, in a monthly basis, in a, uh, every, every three months, every six months, every year, we present a message to uh, yeah. a number to measure how the pace of the change is going, no? And we measure the okay. size of the new businesses, no? Which is the size within the company of those new businesses, no? In the, the, okay. the number for you to know is today 24%. So it means that 24% mm -hmm. of the P&L of Prosegur cost is coming now from no, for that new, what we call new businesses, no? And, uh, the, okay. uh, and the intention of the company the, the, is in the, in the strategic plan of the company. We have to reach at least 40% mm -hmm. of new businesses by 2030. So this is clear. Everybody knows in the company. It's a very simple, let's say, you know, target to understand. And uh, all the company is yeah. moving through this way. You know? So Ignacio... There's a clear methodology hmm. in changing the company and, 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 and reinventing the company. And, and, and so you're measuring that. Today, 25% of, of uh, new, it comes from the new business that needs to grow to, uh, to 40% by 2030. Um, so give us some idea of the kind of initiatives, uh -huh. the innovation that's going on and the initiatives that you are growing inside the company. Okay. Uh, I, we, we have first to distinguish between two or three, mainly three different types of uh, uh, innovations, let's say, you know, because you cannot uh, change the company or you cannot move the company from one place to another one totally different overnight. No? So you have to do the, the changes, let's say, little by little. No? You have to change the mind mm -hmm. of the people in the way. No? So uh, yeah. um, the, 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 the different types of innovation depend on the let's say, how, how different are they from the core, let's say. So you could do something that is first close to your core, that is moving money, but it probably in another businesses that are not in your core today. Second, you can do things, services, add value around moving money, let's say, moving a still physical money, and then the third level of innovation yeah. could be uh, to do something totally different for instance, managing virtual coins, no? For instance, those could be the three yep. levels of innovation, no? Now I would say that we are in the, uh, running the first two levels and, let's say, experimenting mm -hmm. with the third, no? Uh, for instance, we, we are not used to uh, work uh, in the, in the, in, in, with, the, with the customers directly. Let's say we usually move the money from one business to another business, from a bank to our vaults, from one re big retailer to our bolts, and um, from a bolt to the bank, this kind of movement is the uh, the one that we used to do across the globe. No, yep. but we never uh, uh, up to now. Let's say we never go directly to the final customer. So it could be one of the businesses that we could run. Let's say moving the money, physical money, but uh, a little bit far away from our actual core. Our, actual situation. Mm -hmm. For instance, we are developing, we are deploying many branches across the globe, let's say, for, uh, in the foreign exchange industry. No? Uh, so mm -hmm. it means that we will need to move physical coins, but in a, uh, in a way, we, we have a direct contact, a direct touch with the final customer. No? This is something that we are running today. No? Uh, um, as a consequence of the COVID, this industry has fallen has fallen a lot, no? So it's a very good moment to get that opportunity. Let's say to enter the market in a very, let's say, mm -hmm. cheap way, let's say, <laughs> or cheaper way, uh, enter the market. Let's say take over, let's say, that industry in some way, and tend to with a very strong company such as Prosegur is uh, to recreate the business back uh, and uh, having the leadership of this. So, so it's, this is one of the places that we are entering, no? Other, other possibility could be a, another example, a very good example is that uh, at the end of the day, for instance, imagine a big retailer. In a big retailer, you, are, you can pay with cash, you can pay with uh, cards, you can pay with many different means. But if you, you pay with, with uh, coins, with money, the retailer has to store those bank notes until after one day, one day and a half, two days even, they move that 
money into the account, into the bank. And the bank puts mm -hmm. that money into the account, let's say, one day later. So you, uh, from the day you have the money physically in the retailer until the day you have the money in the account, you have in between, you have three days. So one possibility yep. is to put in some place that money in the retailer and immediately having that money in the account. So uh, you don't have that time in, the, in between. So we're investing a lot of, uh, uh, let's say, in technology to do that uh, uh, possible, that, that possibility, you know? and it's working. So it's one of the, let's say, new yep. businesses that is obviously is close to our uh, current core, but it's not something that we used to do in the past. You know? So those are two mm -hmm. examples that are the things we are doing. In the, in the level three, we're investing the same digital uh, bolts, let's say. We, we, we are taking care of the tokens of some exchangers, some very famous exchangers in the market, and they need mm -hmm. to custody, let's say, the tokens. In this case, they are not physical, no, but virtual, let's say, things. Yep but they need to, 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 to custody those tokens in some place. So we are doing also so, and we are selling that uh, uh, service to all the customers. We are growing a lot in that space also. Okay, so does that mean when we say tokens, is that, is that cryptocurrencies yeah. that we're talking about? Is that, and, and so is, you see that as a big opportunity for Prosecure? Yeah, well, it's not only about cryptocurrencies, it's crypto assets. Mm -hmm. Imagine, uh, let's say, Okay. Any time di diamonds, for instance, could be an asset, something that you have in the physical, in the physical area, but you have mm -hmm. a reflect in the virtual one. Uh, cryptocurrencies, for sure, could be one of them. Uh, but crypto assets in general, pictures, uh, something with value, let's say, at the end of the day, that is, is part yeah. of our core. Let's say we move not only banknotes, we move physical assets across the globe. No, mainly banknotes, but okay. also many other things. No. Is the same, but in the virtual yeah. space. No? Yeah, because I mean, the world of cryptos, NFT, it, and so on is, is still a wild west today. I mean, <laughs> um, big, uh, <laughs> big exchanges and, and platforms being hacked and so on and so on. So, yeah. so that's a, an, an added value that you guys can bring with, with the reputation and, and you can bring security yeah. to, to that world of, of, of tokens and, and, and digital assets. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's the, that's the way. Okay. Ignacio, that means that. Um, your cash is, is completely changing. It's becoming more and more and more a digital company yeah. and, and more and more offering di uh, digital services. So, so that's a big change. Tell, tell us a little bit about that, of the role of, of technology in, in that change. Okay. Uh, technology is crucial, let's say, in this, in this change. No? Mm -hmm. uh, from many different aspects, in some of the businesses is crucial to make it happen, let's say, for instance, in virtual, mm -hmm. uh, let's say, uh, cryptocurrencies managing, is crucial because you need pure technology for managing uh, this this kind of tokens and assets. No, in other places, yeah. let's say, for instance, the foreign exchange that I mentioned before, technology could be also crucial. For instance, to make it uh, profitable enough that business, let's say, you have to introduce crucial mm -hmm. uh, crucial technology from the early beginning to uh, improve yeah. the income, to improve the cost of the business, or even to create new services around. No? Uh, for you to know, yeah. it, if I am able, uh, um, uh, using technology to improve the income of the foreign exchange business in just one single percentage, the impact mm -hmm. in the p could be enormous, could be enormous. Yeah. And if I am able to understand better, a little bit more better, how the passengers in an iPod move, and I am able to create shifts uh, in my staff, let's say, totally aligned with the movement of the passengers in an iPod, the reduction yeah. of the cost could be enormous too. So I will be able to increment doing two, those two things, let's say, a little, uh, clearly the PNL. And for doing so, I need technology. I need data analysts. Yeah. I need everything integrating in real time uh, all over the world. So I need pure technology. Uh, this is what I am trying to deploy in the in the in the in the space. No? 
Well, and that's, I mean, that's quite a challenge. That's, that's <laughs> so you're building a technology company yeah. inside Prosegur, yeah. which is a traditional cash moving yeah. uh, uh, business. So that's, that's I mean, that's uh, quite a challenge. Must be, must be amazing. <clears throat> Tell us a little bit how, how hard is that? How different and how do you organize that? Where, where do you get your talent from? How do you uh, how do you organize your your technology platforms and and, and your teams? Mm -hmm. Is that together? Is that in the traditional IT team of Prosegu or is that a separate team? How is that organized? Okay, we use both. Let's say we have first of all, I would say that in Prosegu we have the the technology divided or split it. I would say in three main layers. Let's say we have people mm -hmm. managing what we call the core IT. The core IT means the, uh, e yeah. the ERP, the let's say the yeah. people uh, system, uh, earnings systems, this kind of stuff that are at the core of the of the company. Then you have a specific technology yeah. per business. It's not the same that technology you need for managing the the the, the, the uh, let's say the the tracks moving money that the the the, the, the system that you need for managing the guardians. Let's say taking care of some building. That is not the same. No. They are not the same system. So you need a specific system for managing a specific businesses. So this is the second, the second uh, layer, the, or the second uh, mm -hmm. part of the technology. And the third part of the technology are the new things, the totally new things. No. So you, mainly you yeah. need to introduce those new things using third parties because it's not at your core. So you need to collaborate with other companies bringing you uh, that company into uh, bringing that technology into your company no? so and i work with 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 the with those three levels no uh, you need to coordinate and you need to determine where to put the technology you want to install and in in the right place no? for instance <clears throat> for that um, um, data that i want or data new new focus of the data that i want to implement I am using a third-party mm -hmm. company no? for, let's say, for the accounting system of the of the of that new business. For sure, I use the core IT uh, uh, part. No? So, depending on what you want to do, you have to determine what to implement the technology you want to use. No? And uh, obviously, you need to create such a kind of virtual team for bringing everything together. No. Uh, you cannot mm -hmm. deploy a full business using those three uh, legs, let's say, totally separately. You, you need to coordinate all of them. You, you need to create a, a, let's yeah. say a virtual team among all those three different legs. No? And for doing so, uh, obviously, you need a very strong leadership. No? You need, a, first of all, a, a very strong vision. Let's say, this is what I want to do. This is what we want to do. This is what yeah. we need to do. No? And then uh, uh, repeating, 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 because at the end of the day, you have to repeat the same strategy, the same vision many times, let's say, for everybody to understand it no. at the end of the day. No? So once you have that and everybody is in the same page, you need to coordinate, uh, let's say, the, all those initiatives all together to bring something useful for the company at the end. No? And obviously, uh, you, you have, in my understanding, you have to lead by example. To say by example means mm -hmm. that you lead because they follow you because you do the things that is supposed you have to do. No, that is uh, be totally involved in the in the operations, be totally involved in the company, be totally involved in all the things that are uh, happening. No. Yeah. Now, leadership is in, in, important for people to uh, to be motivated. At the same time, we see on on a, on a global scale. I think today that there's what's being called that there's a great resignation mm -hmm. and that people that work in large organizations, uh, several of them are leaving their, their jobs and are, are fed up with big corporates <laughs> and, and, and looking for more exciting and, and more adventurous way to, um, uh, to fill their professional lives. Is that something that you see in, in, in your market as well? I mean, you have lots, lots of experience in, in, in banks and now at Prosegur and so on. You see that happening in where you are in the world where you work. You see that there's a resignation that people are looking uh, for more meaningful jobs and, and so on. Is that a phenomenon that you recognize? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I recognize that phenomenon. No? And uh, it's not too much, let's say, uh, nowadays in, in process world cards, but I have seen that uh, movement, let's say, in the other companies I have uh, passed through. No? Uh, and okay. I'm, I'm, the question we should have is why, no? Why and we, mm -hmm. what can we do, let's say, to avoid or, yep. or 
or not. I don't know, right? to, to avoid this, this way of behavior. No? And I think that, uh, let's say, we have been, we have been creating companies uh, for many years, let's say, that are like, uh, like a big factory. Let's say you have different silos, no? and the silos in the, within a company works totally separately from each other. No? So you have one team, one area doing something and moving that piece to the other silo, to the other silo, to the other silo, for finally delivering something or is supposed to deliver something for the final, for the final customer. So when you work in a silo, this is my, my first thought, let's say, thinking in great resignation, mm-hmm. no? but the, when, you, when you think in a silo, and if the people working in the silo usually don't have any kind of vision about what is happening in the full company, and they don't have, let's say, yeah. real control of the value that they are, uh, let's say, creating for the final customer. So this is one of the reasons of the great resignation. People don't know which is the value they are uh, creating for the final customer or for the society or even for the company. They just walk doing mm-hmm. something on a daily basis. No? Yeah, and it's, it's very... It's very frustrating, let's say, in the in the current days, doing working in this way. You, know? you go every day, you have to spend a lot of time in your company, and you do something that you don't know what it is for. You no, know? so it's yeah. awful. So this is the first thing. You no, know? the second is. So we need to give people the, the purpose. We need to give them, explain them what the purpose is and, 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 of their job and how they contribute to, to, uh, moving, to the clients. I'm moving, I, I would say more. I would say that moving closer to the final, uh, final customer, let's say, you need to work mm-hmm. in something that has been created for the customer to solve that problem. And you are part of it, part of it, you no? Know? Working yeah. in that specific area. But it, you have to do something for the for the final customer, no? and you know what is the thing you have to deliver for the final customer. No? So this is for me the first. Mm-hmm. No? Second, I would say that um, even if the people even if the people know what they are creating for the final customer, usually they do something very mm, repeatable. You know, it's a, it's a, let's mm-hmm. put it a tampina. In a paper, put it a time in a paper. This is I know what is for for the final customer, but it's, it's something that you could avoid. No, it's something that at yep. the end of the day, it could be done by a machine. No, and people know that things could be done by a machine. So they don't like, no, it, yep. because it's something that is not in a, it's, it's nothing intellectual. It's nothing related with the mm-hmm. with the human brain. No. So you need to determine, you need to move people to do things that are based on the mind, no? And put machines to do things that are for machines, you know? So yeah. uh, this is the second thing I will, I will, I will say regarding uh, the, re- the great resignation, no? And the third is yeah. obviously is related with the well-being, no? If you are in a company, yeah. I, I would like, they will like, let's say, to feel like, Home, you know, is uh, say you you feel well, let's say with your with your colleagues, with the uh, bosses, with the um, intention of the company, with the future. Let's say you need to feel mm-hmm. really comfortable and you feel at home, no? And uh, we usually created, we have usually created environments, let's say, to treat people like machines. Let's say you know, in a box. Mm-hmm with a computer, with nothing around, talking by email, not, not fomenting, let's say, relationships between people. So we need to get rid of them. No? Yes, we need to create a space, an environment uh, with a very comfortable uh, environment. No? I would say that those are the three things. No? Yeah. We need to give people a purpose and explain them and, and make sure that they understand and that they work closely as possible with the client. We need to uh, give them automate the boring parts of their uh, of their jobs basically, uh-huh. and uh, we need to take care of their well-being and that they, that they have a a meaningful uh, life at, in 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 the business as well. Let's zoom a little bit more into the automation part. I mean, we're, we're technologists and 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 we love that part. So, 
in, in your view, in the banking and in, in the sector where you are in, uh, so there's a big trend at the moment through companies like UiPath and, and others with software, uh, software robots, where, where the automation, with RPA, with the artificial intelligence. What's your view on that? Where do you see the, the, the use of, uh, of this, new, uh, okay. this new wave of automation tools? Okay, those, those tools are very useful, very useful for the second thing that I, that I said. No? It's just to avoid boiling mm -hmm. tasks. No? You, you, you put a machine mm -hmm. <coughs> to make things that a machine used to do. That is to repeat things. Uh, moving yep. one field from uh, one screen to another, um, comparing two records uh, that are the same, matching information, loading up automatic uh, information from a paper. Those are things that are yep. perfectly a robot could do. So you need to implement technology for doing, for doing those uh, boring things, let's say I would say. No? And this is for me clear. Huh? <clears throat> uh, so we need, we need to implement as a first step, I would say RPAs, let's say, within our uh, our companies uh, as much as possible. Let's say to move people to do mm -hmm. more intellectual things. Let's say no, or more thi more yep. braining things. I would say no, <clears throat> and uh, with artificial intelligence, I would say something a little bit more advanced. Let's say uh, artificial intelligence could help you. Let's say to make your intellectual work better. Say so if you have to decide mm -hmm. something, and a machine could tell you uh, much deeper information about the problem you have to resolve, perfect. Let's say you will do your intellectual work. Let's say better than mm -hmm. uh, not having that information analyzed. No, so artificial intelligence is a is a step further. Let's say is uh, first of all you automatize. Let's say those things. You move people uh, uh, to do more intellectual things, and then you put in artificial intelligence to provide more information, deeper information for people to do their job. No? Uh, yeah. How I say, it's not easy, it's not easy uh, for two reasons, because for implementing that kind of technology, you need very skilled mm -hmm. people. Say, it's not, it's not uh, yeah. something that you can do probably with the, with the, 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 the skills that you have uh, within the company nowadays. So you have to contract new guys, you have to contract, you have to train in you, you people to do or to use those systems. You have to invest a lot in the movement from boring things to automatic uh, things to adding value in your decisions. No, you have to invest a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So it's clear in my, in my opinion that during the way, in the, in the travel, you spend much more that, that is expected because you have to still run the very old boring things and at the same time you are changing those things into a new, uh, a new job. So you are investing double at the mm -hmm. end of the day. No? So it's a very long run um, job, a very long run uh, task and uh, managers need to know that uh, you have to invest time and money for a long time. You know? Yeah. And where do you see opportunities within Prosecure Cash to use these, these new set of tools? And are you using artificial yeah. intelligence and other, other uh, things in, in, in your new businesses part as well? Yeah, yeah as, as, as I commented before, let's say, uh, we have a lot of data, but we don't use them mm -hmm. as much as we need, say, as much as we could, I would say. No? For instance, yeah. as I said before, if, if we have information about the transactions uh, that are happening in IPO, the flights that are coming into the IPO, the, the flights that are departing from the IPO, and uh, you have the number of people in those flights, uh, the, the countries, the destination countries, the, the, the source of the, of the passengers, you have much more, many data. You have a lot of data. Mm -hmm. So you need, but you need systems, you need big technology to analyze that data. So, uh, but if you do it, Let's say you could get, uh, let's say, a lot of value from that data to improve your business, to treat better yep. your customer, to create new businesses. So I am, I am really a believer of, uh, of using that uh, kind of yep. technology for improving the businesses and the service to the customer. And I would say the other way around, the service to the customer and tend your business. No? And the same with the, with the core, with our core, let's say, imagine we move a lot of tracks today so imagine 
the, the data that we could gather, let's say, from those tracks. No? If we implement, we are implementing, by the way, IoT, for instance, in those tracks. No? Where are they? Mm -hmm. How much time do, uh, uh, they spend, let's say, stopped, let's say, in a, in a traffic jam? How blah, 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 blah. If you analyze those data, you could estimate much better uh, the price of your service, the service to the customer, many, 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 many things. So we are improving and we are implementing uh, artificial intelligence, for instance, also in that space. Yeah. So you used to be CIO before, now you have more <laughs> like, let's say, a, a business role as well. So, yeah. and, and so you're doing transformation programs. So how different is that, being in, in, in a pure CIO role and now in, in a business role and, and being responsible for, for creating new business, for growing new businesses? How do you look at that? Because not too many CIOs uh, grow through this glass ceiling almost and, and become really in, in, uh, business leaders, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. It's totally different. <laughs> First of all, mm -hmm. the, the, let's, say the, let's say the focus that you have is different. Let's say from, from the CEO mm -hmm. perspective, your main focus has to be in the PL, has to be in the, in the value that you uh, add to the company or to your shareholders. And from the uh, CIO perspective, you, say you, you take more care about, let's say, the technical staff, you know, or the, everything runs perfectly with no problems, with a minimum cost possible, um, and let's say, trying to provide value mm -hmm. to, the, to, the, to the company, but from that perspective. And you don't have, let's say, any, let's say, a minimal view of the final PL. Let's say. So now, yeah. From the CEO perspective, you, you you need to take care every day of the of the piano. It's, it's very different. No? So you when you invest something, you need uh, you need to uh, to see which is going to be the impact in the PL and which is the let's say the 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 story that you have to tell to your stakeholders to support your investment. No? So it's different, but uh, very amazing. So <clears throat> this is in the one of the one of the hands. No, in the other hand, I would say that. It's much more interesting that movement than the other way around. No? I mean, uh, from the CEO perspective, the first thing I'm becoming from from the CIO, let's say, uh, I don't think in creating any business not based totally in technology from the beginning. So, uh, uh, so this is clear and this is key. So technology is key to create a successful business. And I have that uh, sentence yep. in mind every day. So I would say that this is the difference of having a CEO coming from a CIO, no? Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll see more uh, business leaders, CEOs that have a CIO background in, in the future because technology is so important in, 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 in all the growth and, uh, and, and transformation that business are, are growing through. Tell us a little bit about how does your normal workday look like? Uh, <laughs> where do you spend most of your time today? What, 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 what people, where do, you, uh, where do you focus on? What, what is fundamentally your role in the, in the business today? Okay, I would say that we have creating new, or making businesses bigger. Let's say you have three focus. No? First is, uh, I would say the first is uh, people. People, you have to create the, you have to introduce the idea of the of those new businesses in your team and in the team that is going to work with you from the other parts of the company. So this is key. Mm -hmm. uh, so I spend a lot of time, let's say, talking to many people, let's say, about the new ideas, the new businesses, uh, the new uh, PNL, uh, the strategical plans, this kind of stuff. I spend a lot. Uh, <clears throat> second, you need to set up the operations because set, setting up operations for do, supporting those new businesses is not easy. So you need to be at, at, at the front, let's say, of, of uh, what do we need, uh, who, is doing, who is going to be involved in which, in which. So you need to create the operations itself. No? Um, uh, regarding operations, uh, I, I also speak about technology. Technology is part, clearly part, a key part, as I said before, of those operations. So I spend a uh, fifth of my time, let's say, talking about the vision of the technology. We have to implement that technology. We have to go through this way. We, could not, uh, we, we cannot move, let's say, the, the final target to a 
tactical one because we will lose time and money in the middle. So you need to push a lot your vision in technology, your vision in operations, and the vision that you have in the in the businesses. No, and <clears throat> mm -hmm. and in the meantime, uh, we are buying companies. <laughs> so I work a little bit both, of, or, or, or a little bit too in in, in mergers and acquisitions, um, um, this kind of stuff. No, so okay. So let's talk a little bit more about the people aspect of of uh, of, uh, of your job. So so how would you? Because I want to understand how you how you are wired, how 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 you function. And so so how would you describe your management style? How do you create successful teams? How do you attract and retain the right people mm -hmm. in, in in growing the business? Tell us your secrets on, well, on, on, on managing people. Probably I, I don't have any secret. <laughs> I think that the that the for creating a successful team, let's say, uh, the first mm -hmm. thing I would say you have to take into account is that you have to uh, move on board, let's say, people that you think that is better than you in the different mm -hmm. aspects. Let's say, if you try to bring people that uh, is not is not better than you, you will not have a successful team, in my understanding. So. I try to look for people that uh, I recognize better than me in some aspect, right? because I I think that I know a little bit my weaknesses. No? So I try mm -hmm. to 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 avoid those weaknesses, bringing people that is better than me in those. No. Uh, yep. Second, I would say that you have to try to bring uh, diversity, and by diversity, mm -hmm. I not I don't necessarily mean. Uh, women, the difference between women and uh, women and, and men. No? Diversity mm -hmm. is in the in the in the brain. No? It's how the brain is wired. Mm -hmm. no? uh, you have to, to you have to have people more idealistic, more organized, more uh, imaginative. You have to bring, let's say, many different people in the way they think. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they are black, white, yellow, men, women. It's the same, but the, for me, the important thing is people thinking different. No? And the third is the uh, is respect. I would say that this is for me is the key the key let's say aspect. Let's say you have to respect what the de what the rest do. I mean, if something thinks uh, something, <laughs> if someone thinks something, is for is because you have to you have to listen him at least or her. No. Because probably is, there is something, and probably not sure there is something in the background, uh, a, a very good reason for that opinion. No? And you need to consider mm -hmm. that opinion. No? Especially uh, taking into account, for instance, my weaknesses. If, if I, I, am, I, I would say that I am a little bit idea, idealist. No? So, I am, mm -hmm. let's say, so I, in some occasions, let's say, I would say that I, I am not in the ground. No? So, you know, I prefer, let's say, to look into the future more than in the present. So I need to listen people thinking in the present. And what, what, what are the problems that I am going to have to deliver one idea? No? So <clears throat> yep. you need to listen people and to respect what the people say. And this is for me clear. So having uh, people that think that is better from, uh, than you, that thinks different and listen everybody and respect everybody. I think that for me are the three things I would like to to, to highlight. Okay, uh, well, a great way to look at management and, and how to uh, attract the right people around you and, and to work with people. Let's talk also a little bit about your leadership style and, and mm -hmm. how do you think that people around you and today and in previous companies, how do you think that you are perceived as a leader? And, and uh, a good way to ask that question is, what do you th think that people will say about you <laughs> and about your leadership when you're not around? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> I don't know. Let's say uh, people uh, used to say, or they say, that I am trustable. Let's say, mm -hmm. if I say something, I do what I say. No? Uh, mm -hmm. I never. I try to never promise something that I am, I am not able to reach, or I am not able to deliver. No? I prefer, as mm -hmm. I say in in Spanish, I prefer once red than many than many yellow. No, is if you have to say something or you have to to tell him her something, it's better you to tell him her at once 
let's say, instead of going around. So if you promise something, do it. If you don't promise something, let's try to do it. And never do something that you, uh, you did never before. No? So if you do something, mm -hmm. or you ask someone to do something, it's because you did it in the past. And they know that you did it in the past. So you are not asking for something mm -hmm. just to uh, take it away. No? <laughs> yes, for, because you know what to do and you did it in the past. No? So I am, at the end of the day, you become trustable. Uh, in the in the sense that if you do if you say something they trust you, and it's the best way in my understanding uh, to lead people. Uh, you promise and you lead. No? If you don't do what you promise, if you don't deliver what you promise, nobody will trust you and nobody will follow you at the end of the day. This is my simple probably, but uh, my vision. <laughs> Let's dig a little bit deeper on, on who you are and, 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 and what kind of personality that you have. And, uh, and so you shared with us that your MBT, uh, MBTI uh, personality type is an ANFJ, a protagonist. Uh -huh. And these are people that are extroverted, uh, intuitive, and they have a feeling and judging personality. And these are typically warm, forthright types that love helping others and that tend to have very strong ideas strong values and they're back their perspective with creative energy to achieve their goals. So let's talk a little bit about your strengths and, and about weaknesses and, and see if, uh, if you can relate to, uh, uh, to these. So typically people with an, uh, an ENFJ, the strengths are that they uh, are receptive, they're very reliable and, uh, and you talked already about that. They're very passionate, uh, can be very altruistic and charismatic. Do, does that ring? Does that resonate with with who you are? Uh, uh, I would say say I would say yes. The same. <laughs> I am extroverted. I say the the things that you have mentioned. I recognize. Let's say all of them. No? Uh, I am. Mm -hmm. I don't. Especially, I am passionate. I say I'm not. I mm -hmm. I really start where I really believe in. No? If I don't believe in something, probably I will not do it no? because I need to believe. Yeah. In the things I do, no, uh, I try to be very extroverted. Let's say I try to be. No, I am very extroverted. Let's say I, I would like to express myself. Mm -hmm. Let's say in a very uh, say clear way. Maybe in some cultures this is a weakness. No, this is a weakness in some cultures because <laughs> you look like very hard guy. No, no, is that is the way we talk in Spain probably. And uh, but I recognize all the things you have mentioned no? clearly. Okay. <laughs> Now every coin has two sides, uh, every, uh, so let's look at the, the other side. <laughs> and that is where people with your personality, they sometimes have the, the following uh, weaknesses, or let's call them development areas, and that is sometimes they're unrealistic, they can be overly idealistic, they can be looking down, condescending on, on other people, sometimes they are overpassionate and too intense, and sometimes they're overly empathetic as well. So which ones do you say, well, the, yeah, that's really me. And, and how did you overcome these weaknesses? Uh, because, I mean, you made quite a career and, and have a very uh, important function. So you can't be unrealistic or condescending. So how are or, or the, so which ones do you recognize and how have you overcome these weaknesses? First of all, I would say that I recognize all of them, first of all. <laughs> so uh, I try to overcome, uh, let's say, with my team. Let's say because, uh, as mm -hmm. I said before, I usually I am not usually fully realistic. I say this is true. Let's say I try. I think more probably in the future that I would like to have more than in the world that I am going really to have. No? So uh, I I need people around me telling me telling me that things. Let's say okay, Nacio, this is a good idea. But take into account that the current situation is this, 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 and you will need the blah, 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 blah. Let's say you need to have that people in your team. You need to listen to that people and you need to take those opinions into account, as I said before. No? Uh, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, it's difficult, but you, you need to balance, let's say, because if you, you have people uh, in your team that is totally realistic and nothing, let's say, uh, uh, unrealistic, let's say, you will not move ever, no? So you need to, mm -hmm. to listen to them, 
to take their opinion into account, but to push them, let's say, to move to the, to the ideal picture, probably taking into account what that guy has said. No? Uh, second, I, uh, clearly I am, I I am very uh, probably empathetic, let's say. I put many times in the shoes of the other, and uh, um, mm -hmm. is clearly. I'm sorry for saying so. Yes, uh, everybody to to not listen to me, but <laughs> but it means that sometimes let's say um, I don't push probably I don't push them as much as is needed. No, uh, this is this is true. Uh, this is my weakness. No, it's, so if I, if I I mean we've spoken now a couple of times. So I, I see that you're very results driven. But you also like transformation a lot. You like to change things. You like to have a big challenge. Also, relationships and people are, are very important for you. So, mm -hmm. so, so many different things. But so, what in the core? What is it that really drives you? What at the end of the week needs to happen so that you are a happy person? Oh. <clears throat> Create things from scratch. Mm -hmm. Let's say having nothing in a paper, and after that having something, whatever means something. As it could be an organization, a new business. Uh, for instance, I enjoy my, my hobby. It's one of my hobbies is mm -hmm. to program. I, I program games. So uh, okay. uh, from scratch, let's say, I, I am not using any kind of library or framework, uh, let's say, in the market. Let's say, I, I like, let's say, to create mm -hmm. games from scratch. And why? Because uh, I like, let's say, the the, the challenge that uh, creating a game means. Let's say you need to understand uh, how how to create a game, how to move uh, things. Uh, um, let's say and little uh, behaviors in the screen. Everybody moving quickly and interacting with each other. It's, it's, a, it's a challenge, no? And it's against you mm -hmm. because uh, there is no other guy in between. Let's say you create, you 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 think in something, you program something, and works or not. But it's only on you. It's only on you, so it's it's a real challenge. No? Creating things for me is the is what I would like uh, what I like the most, probably. No, uh, for instance, creating a an organization. This is the challenge that I have now. No? You have nothing, or almost nothing, huh? and you have to create thirty percent or forty sorry forty percent of the income of the company uh, around that nothing. You know what I mean? So uh, no. it's a it's a challenge. <laughs> you have to move everything. So. You need, to, you need to be very persuasive, very, uh, let's say, uh, constant, I would say, because if you're resilient, you have to be very resilient because you, you, you will have many things telling you just the opposite around, so you have to... It will not work, yeah. that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I would say that my core, let's say, is the creating things, is the, the thing that I really like okay. the most. No? So we have an idea of, of your personality, strengths and weaknesses. We know what drives you. Let's go one level deeper in this leadership deep dive. And, and let's talk about your values and, and your core values. You shared with, uh, with us that you have two daughters, 16 and 19 years old. Mm -hmm. And so I can imagine they're very important <laughs> for you. So, so what are the values that you are passing on to your children? What, is, what are the core values that drives you and you want your children to be driven uh, from? Good, good question, thank you. Uh, uh, difficult question, but I think that the two, uh, three, I would say, uh, values that I, want, I, I would like to pass uh, to them are, first of all, is respect. Let's say they have, mm -hmm. uh, we need to respect Everyone, let's say, or the opinion, not only the opinions, the behavior, the look like, everything, respect, let's say. Second, effort, let's say, is everything has to be, in my opinion, everything has to be get, let's say, with effort. If you don't have effort to get something, you don't, you don't value that thing. No? Uh, in studies, in life, in everything, let's say, you need to put effort in getting it back, something. So, for instance, I, 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 I award them no, if they have a overscore with money. No? We have a, let's say, a variable salary <laughs> in a monthly basis for them, <laughs> no? and I award them, we award them. There's it's, a bonus system at home. Yeah, it's a bonus. It's a bonus. <laughs> if they have let's say, such a kind of overscore in the, in the school, it's not a normal score. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
and 9 or a 10, say we award them with mm -hmm. a specific bonus, let's say. You know? And, uh, and the, I would say that the third value, the third value uh, is happiness. Let's say is that you, you, mm -hmm. you need to enjoy what you have. No? You need to enjoy uh, in a daily basis, uh, not, in a, not, not necessarily having a lot of things means enjoy. No? You have to enjoy what, what the things, what, what, using the things you have uh, and not expecting anything else. No? but in the current situation. Those are the three values that I would like to pass to them. Okay. If you look back on, 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 on your life, what was the best thing that has ever happened to you? My wife. <laughs> Probably my <laughs> wife. <laughs> the moment I found, I found my wife, no, is, is, uh, is one of the, the ladies or one of the, those persons that you need around to put you on the ground. No? You, if I am very idealistic, mm -hmm. And my wife is not, no? so it's very realistic. So we have a very good mixture, let's say. You know? uh, this is from, and on, and on, yes. from, from the personal yes. aspect, let's say. From the, from the professional yes. aspect, let's say, probably uh, uh, I, 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 have, I have the lucky, let's say, of, of being involved or have, have been involved in many transformation projects, probably because I have been looking for them. Mm -hmm. no? But uh, this is, a, for me, it's, is a very, uh, is a gift, let's say, uh, having the opportunity mm -hmm. to be involved in transformation projects and, and creating things from many years. No? Uh, this is my personal, let's say, uh, professional, sorry, my professional uh, gift. No? And in, in, in your, and let's again look at personal uh, level and, and professional level, what was some? What was the worst thing that has ever happened to you? I mean, we have good things that happen to us, but also bad things. So what? And and how did you overcome that? Okay, <clears throat> good question again. Uh, my failures, let's say, big failures that I have. Mm -hmm. No, I have had, and obviously I have had many. No, probably many that uh, many many during my long career. No, uh, but because I am not, you know, I would say that trying to get something in the core of those failures, I would say that it's not follow my stomach. Let me, let me uh -huh. try to explain. It's in many situations, you have one feeling. No? Whatever the feeling is, imagine you, you are introduced with someone and you suddenly think or feel that it's not a trustable person. For Imagine. No? Mm -hmm. I mean, for instance, creating a new business. When you, you want to invest or you think that a technology is good no? and you should invest in that technology, but you know the person at the front of that company and you feel that the person is not trustable, no? you shouldn't invest in that company. But I do. But I do. I invest in the company. Why? Because I think that yeah. the technology is good for blah, blah, blah. So not, not yeah. it's one of my fellows, for instance. No, I I I, I have invested you know, say in in companies with no uh, not no with no success. I wouldn't say so because it's not necessary that you have uh, in everything you invest a, success, a clear successful. No, but with a mm -hmm. bad behavior, let's say in terms of people later. No, and oh, it's yeah. because not yeah. following that feeling in my stomach. No, you need to to listen a little bit more. I would, I would like to listen a little bit about my, my stomach instead of only my brain. No? For instance, my wife, my wife uh, feels in the other way around. The, she always uh, thinks with the stomach. No? And, <laughs> and she says uh, many occasions, I don't like that guy. I don't like that situation. It's, she's following the stomach, not the brain. No? And this is the right mixture. No? I follow my brain. She follows uh, her stomach. And the mixture is something good in the middle. No? <laughs> If you look back in your career, I mean, you had many bosses, I can imagine. So mm -hmm. uh, were there some people that were important for you or did you have some important mentors or are there people in the business, on the world that you look up to that you have learned from? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the opposite. I have learned from everyone, no? Good things and bad things. Mm -hmm. You have to learn. Can you, can you give an example? An example of, of what you have learned from, from whom? Uh, for instance, I, I wouldn't say names. No. <laughs> But I remember a sentence, uh, many sentences. I, I, I try to keep in mind sentences coming from my bosses. No? And I remember one from mm -hmm. my, one of my last bosses telling me at the beginning of uh, when we meet each other, 
first time, let's say, after a very tough situation in the company, but we meet each other. And uh, he said to me, okay, you have my full confidence from the beginning. And you, the only bad thing you can do is to lose that company, that confidence in the way. Uh, why do, uh, did I learn something from that sentence? Because the normal sentence is just the other way around. From, from one on both, mm-hmm. no, is you don't have my confidence, you have to win my confidence doing things. No, mm-hmm. no, I think that the right approach is just the other. No, is that you have my from the beginning, you have my full confidence, you can lose that confidence, but you have my confidence. No, for me, this is a very, uh, let's say, fantastic sentence. No, it's one of the things I learned, and uh. Uh, all the all the thing that I learned, let's say, in the other space, in the bad space, let's say, is the okay, don't do something coming from a, from another boss that I had, no, let's, don't do anything unless I have I have proof it. No, this is a very bad sentence, no, you know, because okay, guy, don't worry, I will I will put everything on your table. I will never take any decision. I will never improve no. anything because you have to, to, to decide everything, no? So you're not putting the confidence on your team again, no? You are removing back the confidence from your team in you, no? So this is a very awful sentence for, for creating a, let's say, a, a successful team, no? Uh, the, the, the right sentence should be, should be, in my opinion, should be, okay, guys, you have the full power, <laughs> To be right or to be wrong, you to decide when yeah. to put something to me. I never put something in my table with no decision from your point, no? from your part. If you put something in my table, you have to contrast my opinion and probably to improve the decision, but not to, uh, to, for, for me to decide instead of you, you know? So yeah. <clears throat> this is for me two sentences, one bad, <laughs> one and one good from my bosses. No? Okay, and, and, and so which one is yours? What is, what is your personal mantra? What is the saying that you use to yourself or maybe to the people around you? If you have to make a tough decision or, or, or something, what is the, the mantra that helps you in your life? Uh, okay, I would say that the, I probably have many, but the, the, the main motto that I have is, I commented before, is never ask for something that you have never did before. Uh, uh, they, mm-hmm. Everybody has to recognize uh, in you that you did it some, the same that you asking them for in the past. No, for instance, uh, please, guy, uh, write or make that presentation for a very for the board of the company. Now everybody has to know mm-hmm. that you did it in the past that you created presentation that is a very tough stuff. You know. Uh, because it's very manual, very repeatable, etc. But you did it in the past, so you are not asking them for something that you didn't, you you did not uh, it in the past. You know? For me, it would be uh, clear and never you, you. And the other I would say is, put your passion in all the things you do. Uh, if you are, if you don't believe in something, don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. You will waste your time. And the, re- and the time of the, of the rest. So don't do it. Take away. Ask for moving away, let's say, to another part of the company. It doesn't matter, but don't do it. No? So you need to involve in something because you, are, you have passion in it. Otherwise, don't do it. No? So Ignacio, we're coming to the last question of this uh, interview and thank you for your time and, and, and for sharing all your, uh, your wisdom with us. So. Um, these videos are watched by uh, many people around the world, including young, ambitious um, professionals that want to become successful business leaders uh, like yourself and that want to follow in your footsteps. So what is the advice that you would give to, uh, to young and future leaders around the world? How can they also build success? Very difficult question, by the way. <laughs> But I would, I would try to summarize, let's say, my thoughts in, uh, in maybe in three, in three points. No? First is ambitious is good, I think, the, by the right level of ambitious, let's say. Always respect anyone, let's say. Never pass 
over anyone. Let's say respect everyone with ambitious, ambitious in your ideas, in your targets, in your position future, in your future position in the company, whatever you want, but respecting the rest. No? So ambitious is good. Mm -hmm. It's the way to overcome everything and to become successful and to become part of the very big leadership staff. No? So it's good. Second, I would say is work. You have to work a lot. Never come for free. Something, no, never come some, something for free. You have to invest your time, your money, and especially your effort. So if you do that, you will get something back. If you don't do that, you will mm -hmm. never get something back. No? So for me, this, this is the second. Third, never think, and maybe this is something strange, but never think in money. Think in doing things. Only. Mm -hmm. Money will come, for sure. Never, uh, money will come. If you are good in your job, you have ambitions, you work hard, you respect each other, you, let's say, little by little go up in the company or in the organization mm -hmm. or in their responsibilities, money will come. Never think necessary in the money. Obviously, obviously, I'm sorry for saying so, you need a minimum, let's say, to be I say, <laughs> satisfied enough? I say, okay, I understand. Yeah. My money will come. So, Ignacio, thank you for your time today. Thank you for sharing your ideas. Thank you about leadership, about the organization, about your personality, your dreams, your goals, and so on. It was really a pleasure. I look forward to meeting you in Madrid very soon. Okay, thank you. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here and explain my thoughts. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.